Yo, 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 why pre everybody? Welcome back to the Creatives in COVID podcast. We're here with another wonderful episode, and today we have Kashani, better known as Kashmatic, with us. Yes, me. So make sure to give him some love on him IG and on him Aria Mac and whatever whatever other profile that them have. Yes, me. Twitter, IG, the words, dog. Yes, me. So um, like how you're here. Kashmatic. Um, more you introduce yourself to the people and tell them what exactly makes you a creative, please. Um, well, hi everybody. My name is Kashani, but people call me Kashmatic because that's my DJ name. I'm a DJ. Um, also been training into audio engineering. Um, what makes me creative? It's just that um. Let's just say that whenever it comes on to my target market, you know, you guys, the audience, I try my best to basically be you guys, be in your shoes, be in in terms of musically. No one like, you know, like watch out, want to tweet or want to post or on the stories and etc. But know exactly what you know, um, like. So then that's how me say, okay, want to like this. Well, if I don't like this, then I must like this as well. So I'm going to put them two together and get something sick. You know, I'm always trying to appeal to the masses, but also keep my style and show them and say, okay, when I can play it as this way, okay, I'm going to play this song. But the way I play it different, or it maybe add something to it. So I'm always trying to be unexpected. When I bring whatever I come with and I think I might get, I will never get that. Because my hours, I think, outside of the box. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see what you say. On that note, too. Um, if I remember correctly, Big Power was Big Power was a mixtape, right? No, Big Power is actually an event. It was a party. Oh, so originally it's an event. No, Big Power itself is a party. But due to the COVID yeah. um, restrictions, when we um wanted to host it last year, March 20, actually, yeah, that's so funny because it was two days ago last year. Um, by, the, by that time, we already knew what was the situation with COVID-19. So we were saying, okay, what are we going to do? Because the party can't keep. And if party can't keep, all people over here, cashmatic. So we decided to do big part online. Originally, the mixtape that I did was for was basically a promo mixtape for the big part event that was kept the, f- the previous December. Mm-hmm. So, big part is actually an event. The mixtapes and and big part online are just subsidiaries of big part the brand. Question: Like big part online wasn't didn't it like the first one was really successful, right? The, yeah. the online was it yeah. a case where because i remember that it was going on for some time like every weekend thing was that big part online or was that just like people just trying to have online parties i mean it was always big part online we never really do anything outside of the fact that we wanted to do it it was mm. um the frequency was due to we, when we just started going, kept the first one, even though the, the numbers were good, we know what we wanted to get out of the platform 
which is why we created. So we had to like keep consistent to be, let's just say, a favorite in the eyes of the people because okay, even though we are a big part and we are a party, isn't me? When you're carrying that stuff online, it's maybe a whole different thing because unlike a party where you can get okay, max five hundred people. Big part online can stretch across the whole 14 parties of Jamaica, including the Caribbean, including Europe, including um, the Eastern Hemisphere, etc. You know, because it's a link, it's attached to the internet. You don't have to actually go to the party to experience what you had to. So because we want, because we knew that about the brand, we decided that, okay, we're going to just keep consistent. Cash your job is to, one, when you get time to play, do your best all the time. So people all about can um, see what you have to offer. And then all that and energy will come back to you and big part online, you know. And also, the team itself is enigmatic. We have a lot of strong characters in the team, you know, people that have their own personalities and such, which bring more people to the brand. So when we decide to keep it um, more than once, it was, all, it was just basically a plan to keep the platform growing get it bigger, which we eventually did. Alright, so um one thing was key in all of this still. Yeah, um, social media. Social media presence, social media engagement, social media marketing, social media was key in all of this. That's where everybody found out about it and that's how it started trending on Twitter and making news Facts. headlines and so on and so. Right. That's how I found out I'm a On that note, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. do you think do you think it is it is fair or right for the professional environment to require a social media check from their employees? Social media check in terms of compensation right. or confirmation. In terms of like like I guess searching through it to see their opinions and views on things to see if they're best. I mean, of course, because basically you you having a social media account in any business is basically to interact with your target market and also people who aren't your target market so them can become your target market. You know, it's all about interaction. That really, that's the, and then social media is something that people cannot live a day without is me because especially in times like these so we use that to its advantage and i think for any any business to bloom the way it's supposed to social media is one of the it's not even one of it is the main aspect because that's the only thing you can use to reach a widespread of people you know in comparison to previous methods which were like okay if a business wanted to promote a deal they'd have, they would drive around in a community with a car, with a um, with a with a um, microphone or a speaker on it to promote it to a community. Where with the social media aspect, you can promote it to parishes, countries. You get me? So that's definitely imperative to any brand. Yeah, but do you think that do you think that the company should require me to have a certain certain um? The way, a certain way to per, I have to portray my certain myself a certain way on social media to be readily accepted within a company like them actively yeah. check like, hold on, I want to interject really quickly mm-hmm. 
Because I think when we proposed that topic idea, we were thinking about it from a standpoint of, all right, you're going to work in, like, say, an office job, and the office job wants your IG handle to look at your IG. And, you know, they see pictures of you at a party, and, and that's unacceptable. So as somebody working in an office job, you have to to think about that. But hearing Cashmatic speak, it really, I don't know why it did not click in my head before, as creatives, you have to use social media as that tool. Like, that's what you want. You want the companies to look at that and see what you can do. And social media ends up being, like, a portfolio for a lot of creatives. So I think it, it makes complete sense that that's your take, Cash. And I appreciate you for bringing that that option to the table. Because when I think about it, I'm always thinking about, wow, I really got to not post that picture of me drinking because I might not get hired. But it's a tool for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong, you know. not because you're creative means you don't have to pay attention to what exactly you say on social media because it's for the same, like everyone. But as a creative, you get more freedom because you are the art that you create. You get me? You can portray it any way you want to. And any way you portray it, it's the, it's the, that's the way how people are going to perceive it. So you determine exactly how you want people to see you or see you as a brand. You get what I say? Everybody who knows me know that I am a very musically inclined person. And then my love to entertain, especially women. So, um, my tweet lyrics. You see me? My tweet lyrics, my tweet, you know, um, things where people can relate to, relate to especially females. Because for my brand to succeed as Cashmatic for the girl, me have to not just play song for them, but be basically in them shoes, not fully but enough for understand them. So when I do, do what I do, there is no confusion. You feel like I know you. You feel like you, me or you, basically. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Love yeah. Understandable. Yeah, so it's like, but all right, so since we're talking about that, can we bring up the gap between what is considered, you know, business-like and what is not because if you realize that um there's like a stigma and that is why a lot of times um especially the older people you know the more reserved people they're always talking about you know be mindful of your digital footprint which you know is true to some extent but can we talk about the fact that it's like you're not able to be who you are in a way, because I mean, then who you are would probably be seen as unprofessional. So then there's a gap between what can be considered a profession. So it's like, so it's like people have this stigma that you know creatives like DJs and artists and you know people like that who actually you know are not really they don't really fit in with the general status quo they can be seen as somewhat unprofessional because of their use of social media and how you know because usually when we're dealing with creatives you know in all aspects we're we're going to use social media and we're not really going to you know pretty tough and try to be all bossy and professional we just go keep it real so like what is your view what is your view that um you know that there do you think like do you think there's a gap 
between, you know, do you think that society has created a gap between what is seen as professional versus what is not? Because you have, like, the business side over here, them reserved, you know, them post up in a them little jacket and them fold them arms and them take two pictures and them post it. And then you have, like, the creative side of social media, which is just, like, so do you think that there's a gap? Do you think, say, a society created a gap? Mm. I think so, yeah, because, I mean, I think everything that people would find what we do as unprofessional is just based off of personal preference, which was then, okay, it'll be like 10 people in a group, now, like 10 people are in a group, two people have a problem, but still eight over two. So a majority rules until basically that become a norm. Everybody don't like it because this person don't like it. And I ever person willing to say yo okay all right i like it but eh, it's whatever you get me some people take it to the extreme so because of that per se it's something that everyone doesn't like because okay this person don't like this or this person don't like this but in our reality it doesn't matter what you do isn't me like really and truly it doesn't matter you know it's just that as i say it's how you want to be perceived some people care more than others, isn't me? A boss I gotta care more when employee I do because in our job you represent yeah, you represent them. Right. You get what I say? So in a in a work environment, that would have been more critical in comparison to me being a creative. You get what I say? Mm-hmm. So and also but, like but with that being said, still mm-hmm. as you can see, creatives still have this threshold. Cause you can't go tweet any and everything will come to your mind. You get what I mm-hmm. say? But that means you can't mind. keep it real. You see me? That means you can't be true. That don't, that don't mean you can't be true to yourself. You get me? You know, for be 100% real, for be true to yourself either. You know, you can still bring your point across in a way where it's acceptable to any party. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like that just up to what you do and, uh, and the restrictions that come with what you do. You get me? I understand completely. Yeah, it depends on your target audience. And you would have yeah, alluded also, to that when you were talking about... Go ahead. Yeah, also, that that you bring up a perfect point because maybe... Okay. If I'm selling peanuts to... Uh, let's just say a group of people, downtown. Some of the downtown I may sell peanuts. Is it me? Mm-hmm. If people uptown say to me, say, okay... I don't like your peanuts. Why make I feel a type of way? I know you really a cater for okay. Yeah, that's not your target audience. And them come to me and buy my peanuts despite whatever me do. You get what I say? So you gotta have some people with you with what you do. Some people with we don't with you with what you do. You see me? Some things maybe some things where you do maybe right in some places, some things where you do maybe wrong in some places. That's why um adaptability is one of the greatest traits that anybody, like any human at all, can possess. Because once you know for adapt to any environment, naturally, it will come naturally for your move accordingly. So, basically, yeah. Right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. And also, it's like, I, f- I personally think that social media does have a big part to play on what is seen as acceptable versus what is not. Because, like, an influencer, per se, who has their own business... You know, more than likely people will be okay with them saying whatever, posting whatever, because it's just like, oh yeah, you know, as but as as a people, as a people, it really does. But I'm just, you know, saying that 
mm-hmm. um, a lot of times. Because even, I'm speaking for Jamaicans, we love foolishness. And we tend, for some reason, society, social media tends to push foolishness. I don't know why. But it's like, you know, um, versus somebody who probably doesn't have, you know, as much of an influence or as much as much as a pull. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, all right, somebody, somebody who has, you know, a much larger, larger audience and who has much more influence could probably get away with some things that someone who doesn't have that pull, you know, they probably wouldn't get away with it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, regardless of your audience, people will drag you once you say something that they don't like. I really think all of this has to do with like basically a personal brand. So regardless of whether you're um an entrepreneur or whatever, let's say for example, right, you work a little you know, you work a little nice corporate job in your little office you really work behind mm-hmm. the scenes you, you can tweet whatever you want or post whatever you want right because nobody's really seeing you anything like that but when you're somebody who's in like the public sphere you now and let's say for example you work for a reputable company you're the face of the company there are certain things that you can't put out on social media because you get drugged for it i remember once you're attached to a company persons or once you work a company persons will automatically attach that company to you so yeah yeah so say for example i work for kfc um you go to it say you know say kfc chicken is trash then go say is is this really a kfc worker Uh, tweeting about kfc chicken is trash and then go say if she can't say that then why me supposed to from them Mm. Yeah, what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but mm. yeah, I was store. saying that it's really dependent, and it's also usually people mm. who are like entrepreneurs and who are they have them own thing established. Mm-hmm. When I really have to really depend. When I really have to depend exactly. Yeah, but hold on, even if you're an entrepreneur, right? As you know, I don't know. So the self plug that I will come in. Make sure that you guys go and follow Folox the BJ on Instagram. As you know, I do Folox, right? But let's mm-hmm. say I'm on Twitter and I'm speaking about a very sensitive matter and my views are not necessarily aligned with the views of my followers or the persons who have seen my tweets. They're going to cancel my business regardless of whether I offer a good service or whatever because you're not going to want to support someone who has views that don't align with theirs or views that are ignorant. You know that they will cancel you for two weeks and then continue supporting again after that. I've seen it happen so many times. The thing about it is that 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 also varies because there have been various people who have gotten like cancelled and they have recovered from that. For instance, our favorite artist of mine, Daniel Caesar. He got cancelled. Mm-hmm. Like he told people to to know his music until you know, with the whole Justin Bieber feature, for example, didn't really get a big lift. Of course, you still have people who are gonna listen to him. Mm-hmm. I for one, but the masses maybe not really into him like that. That's why I'm saying. I'm trying to say mm-hmm. it's like you know how it's like you know how somebody starts to get popular and you wonder why. It's like it's like the internet or the society just chooses someone to get popular. So it's like because I've seen and 
I'm not even talking about like international. I'm internationally. I'm talking about within, you know, our local Caribbean society. I've seen like entrepreneurs, like really popular people, even from Twitter, for example. They've had some really questionable things to say, and people drag them to scorn. And then two weeks later, them good again. And it's like, okay, we're where so it's like it's like i feel like it's a bunch of factors put together so it's like whether or not you have your own thing established you know the type of audience that you have yeah the amount of um you know the amount of influence that you have and you know so it's just like i feel like it's a bunch of factors put together though so that's why i wasn't trying to like generalize it and say that yo you know once you're popular you can this and you can that. But it, it's really dependent because I've seen quite a number of people with a large following who have their own business established and them say some pretty messed up things or them have some really, you know, questionable opinions. But people drag them and then support them same way in a few weeks' time. You're just giving them a little time for cool off. And they know it. So it's, it's really, it really depends. On who you're appealing to because... Even, like, I think numbers have less to do with it and it's ultimately up to your audience because I'm not getting political at all, but this is the most obvious example I can think of. Donald Trump has millions of followers, but do you see the people that he's appealing to? He is appealing to people that are going to support that through and through. So it all boils down to what your brand is. And if, you know, your brand as, I don't know, a doctor is the the people that you're appealing to, you know, the whole thing is vaccines and what's not. And then you, you're going to post online talking about, oh, I'm anti-vax, get a crystal. Naturally, numbers are not that like, you're going to, there's, there's a disconnect between what you're saying and who you're going to appeal. So I think the, the, to me, what's coming out of this conversation is like the biggest takeaway is post what you're trying to attract. Even as, if as a small creative, you're posting and, the business, a random company, is that, yeah, we can't hire you because this doesn't speak well on the business. That kind of makes sense because it's not for them. You're not trying to appeal to them. And I think that's why it can be really frustrating posting on your personal social media and then having businesses be like, oh, this is unprofessional. We can't hire you oh, because this like, you? yo, I'm not this you? for you. This year tweet? And it's like, but this ain't for you. I agree with what Cash said, though, about you know, you can't be true to yourself without being disrespectful. Don't get on Twitter and use other people good internet talking foolishness or being disrespectful. But <laughs> it can be what really you? frustrating. I want to sit down in my room and drink wine and paint up my face on a Friday night after work and post it on my Instagram and a business is going to look at me and be like, that's unprofessional. Like, no, this is outside of your work hours. This is me being myself. There needs to be something to issue. I think the real issue is really just oversharing on social media and oversharing inappropriate things that might not really align with your personal brand. I think that's one of the main issues as well. People just don't know when to just, you know, yeah. everything you're supposed feel, to post like on social because, media. I feel like it's because oversharing is so normal now. Yeah. Yeah, Especially seeing that now with COVID, um, about out and about, Social media has been like the go-to for 
basically any type of relief from any problem with anyone. Yeah, you know, yeah, I just, some people know how to deal with it better than some. Some people will shut a DM and talk to them friends on social media, while some people will decide to send a, make an audio tweet and I talk about everything with them got you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Social media scare me in that sense because, like, you see, more while I will have an opinion and I don't say anything because me now nah, nobody yeah, drag me from the timeline. And then the thing about social media is people on social media will have it's like them have a preconceived notion in their head. Them I decide why I try say no. So you make a statement and they'll literally warp what you're saying to fit their reality. So yeah, it's like them not try them not try stand. exactly. So it's like them not yeah. try to see what you are saying, no, because them don't make up what you are trying to say in a film head already. So it's like, exactly. So, me, I don't argue with nobody from the TL, especially Twitter. For say, all them can go on, me forget reassured. No, thanks. Mm. I keep quiet because me can't take shame. No ball. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't talk. Ain't no shame in my game. Me will cry. Bad, bad. Mm. I also feel like um, definition. overall just a very weird thing and I'm very iffy about it and it's like that's why that's why whenever people people because I don't know where people know me from but apparently people know me and you know my friends will be like oh my gosh you know say so you have a social media influencer potential and I'm like miss <laughs> stop right there Stop You're right there. Please what do not. Please do not make me uncomfortable. That make me uncomfortable. Please. No, I am not. Where are going to get these tweets from? That make me uncomfortable because why are going to know me? Why are going to know me? Where are going to know me from? I don't even exist. I don't even exist. If you go on Instagram right now, she have umpteen million followers over there. That's such a lie. And you know what? You're dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) That is not a man. Social media is is a very scary place. And it can be used for good or bad, depending, you know, depending on just what you use it for. And really and truly, it scares me. And sometimes I just have to breeze it. Sometimes I just have to come off. Because especially like when you see how ignorant people can be, it's like wow, really okay, cool. Mm-hmm. After now makes it point yeah. that we should discuss how social media and its power can affect your mental health because that is a fair point. Like many a time, there's a reason I do not have a personal Instagram account. Many a times, I've been run off of that because yes, it's a powerful tool that creatives should use, but it is also like you are putting yourself out there to be perceived and for a brand and as a creative and what's not. That's amazing. That's free advertising, but there needs to be some sort of disconnect between your personal self and your brand and to put your personal self out there and have it be dragged and have it be racial can have an effect on you I mean mean, go ahead that kind of that also alters that just goes right back to what you want I mean you don't have to put yourself um, out there fully because whatever people see is whatever you choose to give them you know you choosing to you, you you them seeing that side of you is you're making that choice for let them see that side of you i mean if you choose not to life will be perfectly fine if you choose to most times life will be also perfectly fine you know it's just up to you 
isn't me where you really want to share with the world and you need to understand so the information where you share people can do whatever they want with it because you already put it out you get what i said and that's with yeah. whatever whether how you stay whether where you eat every day what what your routine where you live in a matter people are going to do whatever um they want with that information but i'm sure like anybody else you wouldn't want people really use information you give them for anything that is not helping you but mm-hmm. that can happen which would mean that you'd have to choose what information you make people know. Because not everyone has to in such a way that, you know, there's yeah. the least amount of, yeah, mm-hmm. that. People really just be taking your information and using it any, any way they please. And you and just have to just scary. be prepared for that. Because people waiting on the streets the other day, like five people sent me screenshots of this girl named Amoy on Tinder. I don't know who this person is using my pictures. But look, the people there, man. Excuse me. Excuse me. And that, like, intellectual property comes into play with that. And I think because social media is now becoming such a big thing, especially, like, COVID really just sped up that process. It is so easy. Like, you put your information out there, yes, and beyond a personal level and not wanting somebody to look at your picture and be like, ew, you're fat. Like, you put your brand out there. You expect your work to be... You want your work to be respected. Like, yes, you acknowledge anybody can say and do whatever, but you want it to be respected. And in addition to hate, which that's part of the game, especially art, art is subjective. People, like, charismatic, and have you ever dealt with people, like, stealing your concept or stealing your work? Because it's so, you put it out there, it's the information for people to seemingly do whatever with. So how do you deal with that? And then, Amani, I want to hear more about this. Somebody using your pictures like Because I mean, what the heck? I mean, Listen. This is Go the ahead, thing. Yeah, I've never really experienced anybody stealing my work. I've known people. I know people who experience that. Isn't me? Like, personally, just taking what you do and making it theirs. But there's one simple... Um, there's one, for me, there's just one simple way how to solve that. Obviously, the reason why you're copying me is because what may I do sounds good to you. So what may I go do is do something with sound even better. If you can copy that, may I just keep on and bring it up a notch. Isn't it? If you keep copying me, but you can't keep it up with notch with where may I go, seeing that you love to copy me, that means that you're not really built for this. And then, Period. even though, like, even though, like, imitation is flattery, isn't it? Sometimes, it's best if you find something for your own. Because, remember, you know, once something is your own, you can do anything with you, with it, what yeah. you want, because it's yours. You get what I said? So, I always encourage people, like, even though me as a person, where when you see me go live, when you see me do um, big part online, that's where I'm loosen up. A lot of the things where you hear, I just want to do. And sometimes, I just... Basically, just run it off to, okay, people would not copy it if we do, not sound good. Facts. You get me? But yet still, copying someone can only take you so far because when people realize that you're copying them, what are you going to then do? You get what I say? Mm-hmm. So if, any, if there's anybody out there copying me or copying anybody, okay, they're going to copy. <laughs> Literally. But if you want to actually stop copying and make an impact, Maybe from those copies that you have been doing, you can take what you can from them and do things on your own. You get what I'm saying? 
and then make something your, your own. Your thought process. Yeah. I was just studying money. Like, and t- like I, as a creative, I, as a brand, an artist, I do something and I put it out there. Somebody's going to take that from me and use it for their own benefit. In today's job market, like, that's all I'm studying. I'm like, where, how do I, where's the compensation? How do we fix that? Because that's, that's intellectual property theft. So I, I appreciate your stance on it. Because I really was never thinking about it from the other person. I, I, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like, I mean, as one did say, whatever information you give to people, they will do whatever they want with it. Is it me? But at least people find your in, the information you give them so substantial that they must do it back yeah. to the nook, every nook and cranny, to every dot over eye and every cross over every T. You get me? That just shows that what you're doing is basically Influential the bar. You get what I'm saying? Basically. True. Definitely. True. Because even, you see, when you have, you see when you have originality, is that a word? Mm-hmm. That's a word, right? You see when you're original and you do your Mm -hmm. thing and you put yourself out there, no matter how people try to imitate you, them can never duplicate you, isn't it? So it's like so it's like like even if somebody copies you, you can you or like for example, me I listen to something and somebody copy cash. See? I may listen to it, I may say you know, so them transition here. You know, so this sound like something like cash would do. So it's like, even though they're copying you, it would go straight back to the original person. Because once you're original, yeah. once you provide something when nobody else no provide, once you find your niche and you put yourself out there and you build something for yourself, yes. no matter how people try to copy you, them can't duplicate you. There can never be another remember. you. Period. Right? Yeah, like, remember right, that's so. I come from town, so I know exactly where it means for have a copycat, bro. Because look, um, look uh, go up on the Nike store on the internet. And you look on them same Nikes. You get what I say? And you can go down and get them same Nike there, you know? But what? It's not the same. And people mm-hmm. can know. Don't that feel like people don't is. know. People can know. You see me? Uh, why me would I like for being known for your imitation? Exactly. That don't get nice. me? Yeah. That's don't get me really wrong, nice. you know? Don't get me wrong, throughout my career where I've been here, bro, like, I've taken inspiration from a lot of people, I'm not going to lie, but mm-hmm. my spin always go up on it. Where, yeah, but inspiration is different from just straight yeah. up stealing from Steal somebody. It. It's not like, say, <laughs> them do the same thing and then them just put, like, oh, credits to this person, or I got my inspiration from this person. People it's not even rip their evil. stuff off and then try to pass it as their own. I mean, bro, look on it. Sometimes, in the case of being a DJ, it can be a game, you know, and it is a game. Because even though you may say, and I strongly oppose against imitating people, sometimes forget where where you want to go in life. You have to do things where you don't really want to. Is it me? In terms of, for instance, okay, that's your dub, you know, but me have something with sound like this, and me can just fix things really. You get what I'm saying? Make something brand new where maybe sound like yours, but also will sound like mine. Cause me make it. You get what I'm saying? But the thing about me is that anybody who I link with, anybody who um can say, okay, is an inspiration to me or what I do, I always give them them props in terms of, yo, if you know me, 
cashmatic, you know, so me as a person where I just do things on a whim, bro. I can hear one song and then a bug of ideas fly up in my head. But you see, when you do something, you make something resonate in my brain, so till me have to try it and then perfect it better than you do, yeah, do something very well. You get what I say? But then everybody have the humility to say, yo, I'm not in a lie, you know. I borrow your style still, you know, perfect it, you know. Ah, so I'm asking a question. I'm asking. Yeah. At what point or what exactly differentiate between imitation and being influenced by? As I said, like, what the difference between being a copycat and being someone that is learning from somebody? Is it me? Because if you think from a different perspective, me can look past somebody where a quote unquote copy my thing, as same a copy my thing when from being perspective in my pre say, yo, look up to the money and me I try to learn from the money. You see me? So me uh-huh. I use theme trip to learn the trade. You see mm. me I say? So right. how exactly? Yeah. Me as a person where but just I'm gonna know me use a lot of um references because I some really get my point them cars. But like perfect Example of let's just say learning, for instance, Kylian Mbappe, footballer. Him and himself in a football day in a class, I'm on win a world cup, is it me? Basically, almost in a Champions League as well. You get what I say? It's basically <laughs> under 25 and doing a lot of greatness, right? But Cristiano Ronaldo is his favorite baller, you get what I say? But that no means that Mbappe will go Manchester United, then go from Manchester United to Madrid, then left from Madrid to Juventus. He might go make a part for him own and try gain the same success or even more than Cristiano Ronaldo. You get what I say? Because I'm look up to him. You get me? I'm look up to him, yes, but I'm not afraid for surpassing because at the end of the day, your time must come. You get me? In terms of imitation, who can I use? Uh, hmm... Hmm, who can I use that? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I don't even know, bro. I don't even know, because that just got for sure on my mind, even then it's so with imitation people, because, you know, exactly. is it me? At least anybody who, for instance, throughout my career, when I link them or do some shit with me, know, okay, I'm pretty deep, or I take something from it. Even if you say it to one person, I will <laughs> say that, yo. The style is bad still, but you know, such and such me here do it still. You get what I say? So even if me not make it wide known, people know, say, yo, I never me create this alone. Me just perfect it. I me just add on something to make it sound better. Or, you know? You get what I say? Oh, because so you put your own touch to it. No, because at the end of the day, you know, bro, remember, you know, are the people and before we set it, you know, so we are going to emulate them anyway you take it. You see me? Yeah. But, you have to differentiate as a person when you're going to stop emulate and actually do stuff for your own. You get what I'm saying? Mm. I mean, how many periods is that? After a while, when did, before me did get the, the big part online or I, I even get the opportunity for being a big part. But it's somewhat frustrating with myself because when me I mix, when me used to mix, me used to sound like a regular DJ. You see me? I just did have a couple of remix and a couple of things where they kind of differentiate me, but I did sound like a regular DJ. I never have a sound where they differentiate me. I did have a hard time for the whole, basically, at that point in time, for the whole five years I was a DJ. I did say, yo, I want a sound for myself, you know? And it took me some hard time to sit down and 
start the, the clean transitions like one here and one love. You get what I said? The, the various switches and the matic mix them one love. You get me? But I did have to do that. Unless if I did want make um my name. Because remember, you know, when you talk about matic in a music and DJing, you know who come to mind. So automatically, as a young youth, when them bin bus, them big bin be pe big people, you get what me I say. Me I say, if me go run out with a name, I oh, me go differentiate myself, make it work with the level we made it there at the time. And as the level grows bigger, the ambition for change, my style of emulation, just grew with the you know level. You know, I did understand, say, okay, I reach a level now where a bag of people listen to me. It's not even like 1,000 plays on SoundCloud. I know 1,000 plays in a year on SoundCloud no more. It's 1,000 plays in a two weeks. You get what I say? Even a day, even a week. So you have to bring something. You get what I say? You have to bring something where, you know, as long as you live, people are going to say what they want to say, but as long as you go on in this, what you're doing, people can say, yo, cashmatic, have the cleanest transition them. A cash mm -hmm. people know for make remix. Isn't That's it? A fact. Uh, every man in a them own respect get them props where them props do. You get me? But my props, me don't want to be the one to follow nobody. You get me? Because me just feel like I'm too creative. Isn't it? I have too much. So yeah. I love that. So I love that. I love that. can ask a we can ask a question off topic completely. Yeah, sure, like, sure, sure. You mentioned you're one DJ for five years. That is a long no, time. No, I have been a DJ for actually seven years now. Seven years. At that point right. in time where I did make shift with my song, it was fine. That even longer. What yeah. exactly you do? To, to stay with it because me know at a certain point in time you feel like you should not grow quicker or you should not do things better by now. You see me you feel stagnant. How you get through how you get through that stagnation there. Dog, you know, really and truly I always me just did always meant say yo like this is the things we do at home because ask any DJ. It's when I'm at home and I do what them do best. That's when everything Sounds a hundred percent perfect. You get me? And at a point where me did know say, okay, uh me not as bad, not like it not sound so I just a start out, but it still sounds so I just a start out. Obviously, my dad have a rough start coming up. Isn't me? Like I've gotten so many disrespects, bro. I've 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 went to a party, played, and because at least I never did reach the level where I did reach with all the equipment like like how they know. Like where you can see me do me can scratch them. At that point in time, I never did have them capabilities. I get sound plug up on me and I have to walk go half a tree with no money in my pocket car walk. Because oh the sound gets plugged out. Why are DJ like that? <laughs> because the sound get plugged out, I never get for play. So promoter decides I'm not pay me. You get what I say? And it's not wasn't even me alone. A lot of people did that where I got through that. So these are the few struggles that I have to go through. I never really for be real, I never did get a good amount of bookings until 2019. And the reason why I did even get a lot more bookings was through social media before the place even locked down. You get what I say? So right. social media can be very powerful. After a while, I realized it I go and I go and I go. And I said, okay. What the levels we are gonna set for yourself? Before you want carry this, isn't me like yeah, improve yeah, 
And every year, I notice that thing about me where as long as it reached January, brand new me. Always. I never saw the same, no January yet. You get what I'm saying? I always make Always Different type of change to what I do for appeal board to the people. You get me? So, why I got you all that struggle? All I have to do is just say, yo, you know you're talented, you know. You maybe don't know everything, but you know you're talented. And you know if you know everything, or if you gain the knowledge you need to, you can go where you need to. And I literally prove it to myself. Is me? Because at the end of the day, you know, when you just start out, you have to prove to a lot of people. But it's once you get by your shit and you reach that level of confidence, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody but yourself. Because who you going to beat but yourself? You get right. me? Mm-hmm. Makes yeah. sense. Definitely. And I also think that, um, you know, when you're working towards something, it's also the reason you're doing it. Because a lot of people start to do things for the wrong reasons. They, it's like they don't really have a passion for it or they don't have a genuine love for it. Mm. And then if they don't have That's a passion thing. for it, then it's going to feel like a long time. It's going to feel like, thing. you know, them, them, them. You see me? So it, it's going to feel like, oh, why them can't get this? Why them can't get that? It's going to feel very, it's going to feel much harder see, for them because they're the, in it for the wrong reason. That's the thing. You see, that's the next thing when we did after use. Art. It was just embedded in me because I just love music from a young age. You see me? Like, like, I was on the choir in primary school, so I sing, so I know a song. You get me? My mother, I'm a grand, my, my mother, I'm an auntie. I couldn't go on my bed without music. So I did love music from, from, from a toddler time. I did love music. But what really made me take that step is because I also love to entertain people. I love to make people laugh. I love to make people enjoy themselves a certain way. So, me, they say, okay, if I love music, I'm going to rap in music and entertainment. And I was thinking about this at music like 10 years old, 9 years old. Because that was when the time I found out about virtual DJ and all that stuff. I made a need to become a DJ. And it took me so many years to reach Cashmatic level. Before I made the name DJ Cash, DJ Static. I never did name Cashmatic. You get what I'm saying? It did take some good right this up. But the passion build me through because what? Anytime me I mix them time there, even though it sounds like complete rubbish, it's the songs that I liked. So it did good to me. If I keep on a mix the song them with me I like, then incorporate what people like. Also finding out that people like the songs that I like, ooh, we're going to have a party. So, you yeah, get man, it's definitely the passion behind it. Because it's like, it's like when they say, you know, like when, when you're genuinely doing something that you love, it, it feels like you aren't working. Exactly. It's like that. Yo. It's like that. It's literally like that. Because it's like you start to do something and, you know, you have a genuine love for it. You have passion for it. And, you know, it's not it's not going to feel like it's not going to feel like such a drastic draining journey where you just want a little bus to do this and do that. It's going to feel it's just going to feel like an experience. And then, you know, when you finally when you finally look back at where you're coming from you're going to be like wow when marie chesso but when did i get to this point because you know you have you have love for it and you're you know you're learning and you love the fact that you're learning and you're unlearn same time you'll make yourself better so whenever people enter stuff for the wrong reasons it's not going to feel like an experience it's going to feel like 
like have like one assignment where you know and then do. on the flip side to on the flip side to a lot of people start out something with a certain drive a certain affection towards it you know a certain amount of passion towards it and as time go along them lose the passion you know them lose the whole reason why them do it but i always tell people all the time say yo like for me we just still like me don't want that i don't want the hype i don't want it isn't me? me don't want to be or the biggest dj that i wear the nicest clothes and drive the biggest car and rurare me for only get the biggest car if i want that isn't me? me for only wear designer if i want wear designer because me know me like i'm not gonna adjust what me want based off of what people want you get what me i said me know what me want so i go for that and because of that i always keep focus i know what day in my mind I know what I need to execute. Is it me? Sometimes I even know what I need to execute, but I always find out. I always take a, some sort of initiative or something always come to me and say, okay, this is what I need for though. You get what I say? For bring cross, when you come cross, I don't want the hype. I just want to put dance up on a level. As a young youth, like, as a young youth, dance up in Jamaica, big, sure. But there are other markets as well. Come on, dance up, get as big as reggae. So, have a platform like big part online me sometimes me like play r&b but me love play dancehall why because if 30000 people listen to big part online that are 30000 people from different places not just jamaica we are here a intense are here i water are here skillybeng are here nicoblas are here you know me say a complainer somebody you know where 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 you hot but you sound good some people mm. do hot but you sound good. So people deserve to hear this anyway. You get right. what I'm saying? So it's just for bring it upon a level. Is it me? Internationally. I recognize so internationally. With everybody. All mm. over. You have to try mm. to cater to everybody. Um, and for being completely honest, it is no easy job. You get what I'm saying? But they are telling you what I'm planning to do. Sometimes I don't even know how to do it, but I know I'm going to do it. You get what I'm saying? Because it only starts from one person. For instance, right. in Florida, in Florida, I'm sure the, the the most favorite in Florida. What I noticed, I went to Florida last year for um bashment, silent audience, um stream on mm-hmm. Twitch. Get me? That has a lot of Floridian presence because you know silent audience, a DJ that's based in Florida. But a lot of people know him. A lot of people respect him. You know, he's a big figure over there. But what I notice is that. Hmm, Outside of Bushment, where you get actual authentic Jamaican vibes, because all the people are Jamaican. When it comes down to dancehall music, everybody is generalized. People like hearing Fever. People like hearing, you know, old songs like I Love My Life, Drinking Rum or Red Bull, etc., which is fine. But noticing that that generation that love those songs are taking their time and getting older, my understanding that the new generation is coming up. I'm half a broken cycle. Not just in a Florida, but anywhere at all. Everybody for the unpint with dance or like oh, everybody unpint with hip hop or pop or anything else. You get what I say? Definitely. Is it me? Me one one for that. Me one no for known for have all of this knowledge and though each for share it with people who actually deserve it. People who know but use it. Bring it to a next level. You have the same vision as me. That's the whole that's all I want. Is it me? That's all I want. Anybody we're in a position, say yo, them wanna be artists. But everybody wanna be artists in the So when you bring quality content that can't go on deaf ears, I refuse it. I'm not gonna feel good as a DJ. You get what I'm saying? 
Mm-hmm. Definitely. Never, never. It's, it's a problem, but it's not even a problem. Because sometimes, when you hear me play on Big Park, sometimes we do play some of the songs that we want to hear. Is it me? Not because I don't want to play them, but because we know some people are listening anyway. Is it me? People are listening to them anyway. For sure. Meanwhile, the artist here, when we just link or shot that over for me. Is it me? May I give him that spot there? You get what I say? The new people are the You get what yeah, I say? The... Because it's yeah. all about youth. It's all about youth. Because me a youth. You see me? And on the shore, I'm sure I'm telling you what I got you. You see me? So I plug out for me. Walk from venue. Got half a tree for go home. You get what I say? Another mm. time, Christmas Eve, police come lock up, lock down one party because they never they have a proper permit. Take home a computer. Mm. Meanwhile, I'm in oh, high school. No. This is what I do my SBAs on. This is what I do all oh, of this right. stuff and. Take away my computer for three months, no computer. Is it me? Meanwhile, me, I try to get my DJ thing up. But I'm overcome that. You get what I say? So uh-huh. me they have my various hills and valleys. Forgot you for reach that point. Yeah. Is it me? Definitely. Why would I, I really stop? Do. I really do love the fact that you were able to overcome all of those things, honestly. Because look at you now, look at where you're at now. My straight through. Um, it's all about giving back, isn't it? Definitely. Even in the smallest way. Anything we may have to do, uh, even though may I do it for myself, it have to have some sort of contribution to the greater cause, to the bigger picture. Cause my picture big, you know, but there will always be a bigger picture than my picture. You get what I'm saying? So you have to contribute to that. Even if it's a one paintbrush and one, one streak and one red paint, even if I that, you have to contribute to it. You get me? Because I that bill you, I that carry where you go. Is it me? Only if I be a dancer, DJ, then go for and go play bear hip hop and forget dancer. That, 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 that no. Me a country yard, authentic. Yeah. You get me? And yeah. any other DJ out there for do the same thing. DJ Mark, is it me? Antsman, is it me? Travis Chromatic, anybody? You get what I say? You go over mm-hmm. there. Demo. Your job is not to impress nobody. At least do it is enough, but it's for it's for do your thing and show them and make them impressed by your thing. You get what I say? You have yeah. to find a way to make what we are the outer so what we find so important. Some of them critically and some of them skilling and where people are get up out of them bed as man in light. Light up a spliff. I listen to that. A cool out. You get what I say? And when yeah. Mr. Ritical and Skilly Bang, that no means say me attack a who or me attack a you know that go me attack some real actual songs. Is it me because the artists them not only sing badness alone, them sing a various amount of songs. True, you get what I say? We fit different type of mood. And as a DJ, you have to bring that to everybody as much as you can. At least try. Is it me? Yeah, that's so, a fact. And it, yeah, it just goes yeah, to show fact. that your digital footprint is definitely something that is important. Mm. Especially to your personal brand. And it can affect you in ways where you don't necessarily post what, what is aligned to your brand. But once you stay true to yourself... Once mm. you know how to regulate what you post and you know how to navigate yourself online, you can mm. definitely make strides and, you know, develop yourself. And I of think this course. is a very good note to end the episode on because it really just says to everyone out there who's listening that just do your thing and do you and make sure you do your thing proper because even if you only start with one thing or you only start with, you know, something small, it's still a start. I never know how far you could get you. Yeah, even... I always so tell people even, as an example. 
and look at how far he's come and all the struggles that he's you know had to endure and look at him now so i really think this episode was very very insightful a lot of gems you know were dropped and 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 thing and i hope a lot of persons you know really take this episode as a form of motivation to know that whatever whether what i we am just combine two words whether you're going through you know your your trials that if you're going through your trials right now whether it be as a creative whether it be as a business owner or whether it just be, you know, with you working in your daily job, just know that it's not going to stay like that forever. With and you are going to make strides and you're going to make progress, basically. With any creative, basically, I mean, all creatives under the weather from this COVID-19 situation. Uh-huh. You know, you just have for, if I want to make sure you can't go wrong with, you're upset, you're frustrated, say, in your yard, but still, you know, Use that to something creative. Content, make a million and one. Because you can never go wrong. COVID must done, you know. I don't know when, but it must done. And you see, whenever that done, that content that you made is going to be very useful for you and your brand. Because that shows resilience. You're in a situation where you can't control, but you still get at it. You still do what you need to do. And you still stay focused. You get me? Um, right. Mommy notices that a lot of people promote and them thing there. They really book people after fuck say yeah, this and that. Or you can deal with things. Or you stay in a certain mentality. You know what I say? And that's not just for DJs alone. Artists, producers, composers, engineers, no matter whatever you do. Just stay true to what you do. And just put in the work. You get what I say? It must pay off, my promise. Right. Wise words from Mr. Matic. Right, true. Um, so we have uh, come to the end of another creative yeah, yeah, in COVID podcast. No, I'm just a start it off. I'm just a no, island top for you. No, I don't want to do it. All right, all right, all right. Me do it. Me do it. All right, so guys, here is another end of another creatives in COVID podcast. This episode was very insightful very inspirational you know um and we hope that all our listeners enjoyed um what else you that's an energy you can't just leave um, me hanging like this because i'm a man job this um something like that's it for this week people but we're come back That's um, it for this week, guys. That's it for this week, guys. See you next this time, week. whenever that will we'll be. See you. you whenever for the next episode of Creatives in COVID. Mr. Matic, thank you so much. No thank you so, so much for, um, you know, taking the time out to come on our podcast. That's we really appreciate it. And we really appreciate the words of inspiration and insight that you have given us this evening. No, it's no problem at all. All right. Yeah. Keep it creative, everybody. Later.